Sanders is one of the most positive, passionate business coaches I know. She helps women in fitness think personal trainers and fitness instructors to increase their client numbers and revenue without burning out. She's been in the fitness industry for over 20 years, from running gyms to boot camps to teaching Cert 3 and 4 in fitness. And she's also a human design certified hypnotherapist and spiral practitioner all of this extra knowledge that is part of her quest to help women in fitness bust through their internal blocks and make more money. Welcome to Real Fabulous Marketing, Kelly. Oh, thank you. I love that intro. <laughs> That's awesome. You are welcome. So one of the big reasons why I reached out to you and wanted to have you on the podcast is because right now, no matter where we look and even inside our own bank accounts, we are feeling the pinch. Interest rates are rising, cost of living is rising, and all across the media, there is nothing but doom and gloom. When people tie their belts, luxuries like fitness are often the first to go. And while my listeners aren't all in the fitness industry, they too might be feeling the pinch of being considered a luxury by potential clients. So what do you say to your clients when they are thinking and feeling this way? Yeah, definitely. Great question. First thing is turn off the media because when that sort of uh, communication is being infiltrated into your energy field, it just, you know, creates more fear and more scarcity and more lack. So that's definitely the first thing that I do say to my clients. But in business, when we look at it, I tend to also focus on those two parts. Like, yes, we have the strategy, but then we also have the mind, mindset side of it. So many in business just tend to focus on strategy, thinking that there is something external that's the cause of their reality. When in fact, it does come back to our thoughts, our feelings and belief that does determine what shows up and our energy at the time about how we're feeling about ourselves, the outlook that we have. So Many years ago, I, I really went deeper into the mindset side. I was one of the people that just did focus on strategy. But what was happening was that I was sharing the same strategy to different people and different results were being achieved. And so it was like, well, what, what's causing this? And it just brought awareness to just how much our dominant thoughts and our feelings have, a, have such an impact. And it's such an eye-opener about how we actually see ourselves and how we see the world. So if we start to see the world as all doom and gloom and lack and scarcity, we tend to create more of that. And then in the business side, it's like, well, when this happens, when something else happens, then I'll be happy, then I'll feel rich. But it actually first starts with us. So when people say money is tight right now, you know, being fitness the first to go, like really look within ourselves, like, you know, how are we showing up? How do we feel? What are our beliefs about money? And then start to feel rich, start to feel abundant within and, and the reflection then starts to, to change that reality, of, of course, combined with the strategy too. Um, but when it comes to fitness and, you know, people saying that's the first to go, when we look back what happened over the last couple of years, it really started to reframe just how important fitness is to people's mental health, to people's well-being. And I think there was a really big shift after, you know, or during that time that really showed people that, you know what? health and fitness is my savior, especially as mums as well, that like my clients are, like they need that time to themselves. And it's like their clients, you know, they need that time for themselves. So instead of being a luxury, I feel like now fitness has become a necessity. And so also then just changing that um, piece about the mindset of, you know, oh, you know, 
it's scarce, you know, people are going to cancel. It's like, no, it's the belief that what I have to offer is so powerful. It's going to change their lives. It's going to help them be better people. It's going to help them be better mums and parents. And I feel like when we start to reframe that, there's also then shift in, in businesses as well. And that will then also come through with how we're um, interacting with our clients. Oh, I love that. Thank you for that. And I mean, is it just women who have these like mindset blocks or is it more women than men? Like, why do you think they're so common? And I mean, I think this is not just women in fitness, but women in business in general. Do you think it's more yeah. women? I only deal mostly with women, but, you know, having talked to having lots of male friends um, from the industry, it's definitely just not predominantly women. Like I was chatting to a friend the other day and he was going through something similar um, and then when I dove down into it, it was like him not feeling enough to be out in the world and be on social media and really sharing what his passion is. So I don't think it's more predominantly. I think we all have this and it is based on conditioning, you know, how we've been brought up the old, um, what society tells us that we should do, like you should work, you know, eight hours a day. And if you want to make more money, you need to work harder and all those sorts of self-limiting beliefs that keep us stuck, which is one why I went into the human design component because not everyone is designed to work those eight hours. And if we feel that we have to, because that's what society says, then it can start to, you know, take us out of alignment and take away the things that we want to do because we think that other people, you know, because they've said it, that that's what we should be doing. So I feel like it's, you know, it does affect everyone. Um, but just because I deal with women more, it's, <laughs> it's just in my realm most days. <laughs> Are there any really common blocks that you think people have when it comes to it? You know, I, I mean, I feel like growing your business is tied into making more money, right? So is yeah. there any really common ones when it comes to making more money? Um, there's definitely the fear of not being enough, when, especially when it comes to competition. Like they see other people on social media doing things and they think that what they have to offer isn't enough. Like, how can I compete with that? And yeah. so that's one of the every person listening to this ever will be, be feeling that. And it's funny. I was actually literally, um, you know, holding this up on the Zoom, journaling on that very thing this morning, uh, just around that, like, are we even in competition with anyone ever? Like, it's, mm -hmm. We're kind of not. Like, that says that's that we're right. in a race. And we're feeling bad because we're, for, we're, for whatever reason, we're further behind in the race, but there's yes. not actually a race. Like it's just inside your head. <laughs> That's exactly right. Yes. And then that also comes back to, you know, another common thing that I hear is like, I feel I should be doing more. Like it can't be this easy. Can I actually make this amount of money in my business? Like I have some clients you know, doing lots, I have lots of clients doing like 10, 20K and then I've got 30, 40, 50. I've had clients do 80K months. And it's like, can this be actually this easy to make this much money doing something that I love and working very little time? And it's like, yeah, absolutely. But again, society conditions us or even our parents or people who've brought us up, huge influences that we've been growing up is that we can't be this easy. You have to work hard, you know, because if you don't work hard, then it can all be lost. And so it's like, you know, initially when someone starts out in business, it's like, well, you know, I'm scared. I'm actually not going to reach the level that I want to reach. They reach the level and the fear is now I'm scared I'm going to lose it. So it's like there's always this new, um, as they say, new level, new devil. It's like there's always these things that need to be, um, you know, looked at and worked through to 
to continually keep moving forward but generally it's mostly the same for most people uh just listening to what you said there I was like so what's the secret to these <laughs> eighty thousand dollar months there Kelly? <laughs> <laughs> well yeah there was lots of uh systems and strategies but also too lots of mindset it was both the combination of that and changing the identity of how these business people see themselves and it's changing that identity of that and what they feel and what they believe about business what they believe about money and how that gets to play out for them and as long as it is an alignment and it brings them joy then it's just a byproduct of that inner work that they've done combined with the strategies of course I'm not saying that you know you can do that stuff without the strategies you'll be guided to what strategy it is um but yeah that's that was the biggest key for those guys doing that and what is your go-to like whether it's for your clients or for yourself actually I'd probably more like to hear it in yourself uh rather than what you tell other people which I'm sure is similar but um yeah. what do you do in yourself when you're coming up against those blocks in yourself of like oh I can't do this or it can't be this easy or it's not possible for me to do this like what do you do yeah. So for me, what I do personally is like, it's having the awareness of what the thoughts are. Most mm. people, because we think tens of thousands of thoughts every single day, and generally in a minute, the same. <laughs> for some of us with an open head, yes. <laughs> um, and so having these tens of thousands of thoughts each and every day, it's on autopilot. So we're thinking the same thoughts, we're feeling the same feelings, and then we wonder why things don't change because we're just perpetuating the feeling of the things that we've got right now and wonder, you know, what, what needs to, to change. And so when you start to become aware of what you're actually thinking, you can start to change it. So in order to have different and be different, I need to do and be different. And so I'm human, I have those, those days and it's like catching myself and it's like, okay, I'm having thoughts right now that are not in what I want to have happen. I don't, their thoughts are not, I want to focus on because this is not where I want to go. And it's like, okay, so what are the thoughts? And it's noting what the thoughts are. And it's like, okay, what am I now choosing? What is, what am I actually choosing that is the version of me of where I want to go? And it's like, you know, I choose that and I focus on what is the things that I want to do. And then I, it just comes back through repetition because the way that we change um, the, the thoughts is either through repetition, we have some major event that causes us to change or through hypnosis. So, you know, I've done hypnosis and I can do that. My favorite one is just, you know, for everyone is through repetition. So it's like, no, and it may be something as simple. I'm a successful businesswoman. I'm a su successful businesswoman. Money flows to me, more and more clients. I've got a booked out business. Business is booming. And there's a very different energy to the thoughts of like, business is shit right now, business is not working, why are people leaving? A very different energy to, no, I've got this. Business is, business is booming. I've got lots to offer. I'm a successful businesswoman. And so instantly that energy shifts. And so then, of course, how you feel starts to shift. And when you start to feel differently, the strategies start to come through. Like you start to get inspirations, like I can do this, I can do this. And so then there's a shift. So, you know, some days it's like more than others where you like feel like a crazy person on repeat. But it's just, you know, it just takes those new neural pathways that you need to create through repetition. And so when we're creating these new neural pathways in our brain, that's then what becomes our identity. And so when we have that identity of a successful businesswoman, we start to reflect the things and we start to be that magnetic attraction for um, the belief of I'm a successful businesswoman. Then you'll have opportunities flow to you 
that are in alignment with that. I love that. And it's it's so true. And I even felt that this week, like Monday, my son was sick at home. So I'm looking after him, I'm, you know, put him on the couch. I'm like, you just snuggle up and watch some TV. I'll bring you some water and some snacks. And, you know, this is the only thing you can do. And then yesterday, I'm feeling not great because obviously I've, you know, given him lots of cuddles. And I'm like, I feel terrible. It's all doom and gloom. And then I was like, hang on, this is not how I treated my son yesterday. Yes. That's exactly right. And I think the same thing can happen with our businesses. You know, we can get so micro with them. Like we can look at things and, you know, whether it's Facebook ads, whether it's our revenue, whether, you know, if you look at it on a day-to-day basis, your highs and lows can be extreme Um, and the lows can happen more often than not. But when you kind of like take that bird's eye view, which sounds like is what you're getting people to do is to say, don't get so caught up into this particular moment, but more so look at it like, what do you want to feel and what do you want to do next? Correct. Yeah. Otherwise we just end up down that spiral and that spiral can go for days and it does not serve anyone. And I know it sounds very simple, just, you know, picking some sort of statement on repeat, but it's the simple things. Like when we look at business, it's, you know, so many people get caught up in bright, shiny object syndrome, but when in fact it's the stuff that we do day in day out the mundane things that you know social media and getting out there and doing all those things that over time make a huge impact and it's exactly the same and I can imagine in all your years of being in the fitness industry you have seen a lot of those bright shiny objects and you've tried lots and lots of different I've things. tried all the bright shiny objects. like I mean <laughs> even in the you know the conversations we've had you're like oh yeah we had the big bright you know pink branded cars and we did you know the letterbox drops and we did this and we did that and you know and I know in an online marketing sense you've done evergreen webinars you've done messenger chatbots you've done all the things mm-hmm. has anything stood out to working better than others for you no it's the <laughs> thing that feels right for you it's like you know having a conversation even with you know, and you'll appreciate this I was having them with my clients yesterday there was some going you know what doing a reel or a story just makes you want to vomit. Like, I just don't want to do that. And it's funny because I say the same thing. Like, it's just, it just doesn't align with me. But you get me on a Facebook page and write, like I am the queen of communicating that. And I love that. And so I like when, when I look at business and I look at the last 24 years, it's like I had to go through the bright, shiny objects to show that that's not necessarily the way. What is the way is what feels right and aligned for you that lights you up, again, depending upon your human design, like what feels um, perfect for you and your business, your family, and then doing that really well. Mm. And that's just what it comes back to because they all work. It's what you want to do, what the time you have available, and just doing that super well consistently. And over time, that's going to build and compound and build momentum. I, I do love that. And I, I just know, I feel the same, like it's the same with online marketing, like, but we get so caught up in and like the, the testimonials and the, you know, somebody saying, well, this is the way to do it. And you get all yes. caught up in that. Is there anything like you would say to someone who's sort of often trying different things and maybe yeah. not giving it a, giving it like the full, um, like the full extent of their energy in terms of that? Yeah, like with clients as well, like when they say that to me, it's 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 looking at, you know, does that actual strategy resonate with you? Mm. And if it does, 
then, you know, we just obviously need to tweak because it's like, it's business isn't all plain sailing. It's not like you do this one thing and this is the result. There's going to be tweaks that need to be made. But at different times, we can try something. And, you know, that's the other part of this equation is that sometimes you just have to try it to see if this is the path that you want to go down. And if it's not, then that's okay too. So it's just about navigating, you know, is this something that you just have stopped doing just because of whatever reason or is this just doesn't align with you anymore? And based on that, we then navigate what that next step is because the thing is, is with business, there is no one blueprint for every single person. That's my big thing that I have. Like we see in ads, it's like, you know, this is the blueprint that's going to make you a multimillionaire. Follow this exact steps. And it's like, yeah, well, that worked for you, but it doesn't take into consideration your uniqueness and so many different other circumstances of yours. And it's like, you know, what is it for you that that brings you joy, that lights you up and creating a business from that. And that's how you can start to really get some massive growth coming in because you're doing it from your true self. And when you're doing it from your true self, results happen faster, not trying to do something else because someone else said. So in my coaching, I like to just really, you know, given all the different options because I've done all different options, and go, okay, how does, you know, which one feels right for you? Which one's going to work for your family, for your business? And, you know, they take from all of that and go, right, this one feels right right now. They either run with it and have an experiment with it. If they don't, that's fine too. We can adjust and course correct down the track. Yes, that's so true. And I mean, let's face it, some of those ads that we see that we go <laughs> like, oh my gosh, I'm feeling so, um, you know, deficient right now. Yes. I better sign up or click on that. They've got like the best copywriters in the world playing to your inner fears. I just yeah. want to like add that disclaimer, which is what <laughs> advertising is. It's, you know, coming yeah. sometimes from a place of like lack. So yeah. be very but aware. That, that's right. But people know that like when you actually are aware of it, you'll see some posts in your social media and you're like, I really resonate with that. There's an energy to it. And so, yeah, it's trusting that energy. And when you see other stuff that doesn't resonate, don't, it's not buying into the fear of that, of lack and coming from a place of lack. You want to do it because it's like, oh yeah, that actually really resonates with me. This is exciting. Not from a place of lack. I have to go and do that. Mm, that's such a good reminder. Next time you're about to hit that buy button, anyone, just, <laughs> just going to add to my life. Uh, and you have had like a really big free Facebook group. I don't really know anyone else. And, oh, I know a few people actually who have the big free Facebook group still. Uh, yours is uh, very active though. Have you found that good? Like are you still getting the same reach with it? So it's funny you say that. So in the last couple of weeks, I've noticed the, um, the reach organically has dropped. Interestingly enough, the Facebook page, same sort of post going out to the whole world has gone through a greater expansion, which is interesting. Um, but what I have learned with the Facebook group is to create posts that bring engagement and stimulate the, the conversations. And when I'm doing that, then I'm seeing the reach grow. So that's posts such as, you know, something really compelling. And then if you want, not as simple as this, but, you know, I've worded it differently. Like if you want more information, comment X below. Or if you want to know, you know, if you want this, comment X. And by people commenting gets the reach more. I come in, reply, yes, sent it that's getting way more people and when I notice that happens then I'm seeing that people are getting that in their feeds which is then prompting people then to ask questions 
So I feel like in the last couple of weeks, yes, it has dropped. But at the end of the day, I have that belief is that the right people see our stuff at the right time. They know it's there. They're going to click on it anyway. Um, It's high high vibe, high value. Like there is no spamming anything whatsoever in that group. So it's still very relevant. And again, it's just that belief. It's coming back to the thoughts and the feelings about is like, you know what? I'm still going to show up. The right people will see me and I'm here. I love that. Do you wish there's something that you had done earlier in your business, like something that you'd like taken that leap that maybe you're holding back on um, that you're like, ah, if I could go back in time, I wish I'd done this. I wish I knew the mindset stuff back from day one because I made so many stuff ups and fear and scarcity and lack just came in so early in that piece when I was doing so well and that understanding of what it takes to go to the next level like I said I say this to myself all the time I was like god I wish I had someone like me back when I was doing that (laughs) because the coaches back then that I had I've always had coaches with all strategy and it's like I had that nailed like you know that's one of my strengths but it was the the mindset side of it when I was reaching massive levels of success that I then started to sabotage because it just didn't feel safe to have so much money coming in And so to have someone who gets both strategy and mindset and could help me through that, I feel would have been, you know, a huge game changer. But at the end of the day, you know, I had to go through that to understand how important that part of that process and the journey is of both of those combined is just so important. It's so true. You do have to go through it. It's a, it's unfortunate, but then again, you know, (laughs) like it's, it's, it's also fine. Yeah. I was listening to a podcast this week with um, Isabella Allende, who's like this amazing author. She's now 80 and she's like, oh, I didn't actually get my first book published until I was 40. And you're like, oh, that's nice to hear. <laughs> Again, so much focus in the media. Maybe I should turn my media off, Kelly. Yes. Like, you know, 30 by 30 or whatever it is, the top 40, under 40. And you're like, ah, I'm over the hill. Yeah. Hence probably why we have subscriptions to every stream going to that. <laughs> There's not much media that gets consumed in this house. <laughs> and do you work with women across a broad age range or is it one particular age, like women in fitness? Do they kind of burn out by a certain age? or um, If they don't structure their business right and understand the importance of self-care, then... Yes, they do burn out, but I feel like I've nailed that balance with my clients with work-life balance because, I, you know, going back to the initial question you asked is that, you know, you need to work hard to, to make money. And so that then, that belief then comes with sacrifices. And so people will then start to focus on their business, then they put their family first, and then they go on the back burner, which in fact, it should be the other way around. It's the business owner that needs to be putting themselves first. And looking after them and doing the self-care and making sure they feel amazing because that's going to have a flow and effect to the business and the family. And so many times I've heard people, you know, especially with my clients, with their clients saying, you know, teaching them that, educating them that they need to come and exercise because they don't yell at the kids as much. They can tolerate more. They're not, you know, jumping off at the handle I hear all the time. And so it's that those sorts of elements, when we start to put ourselves first, that our energy starts to change. Our sleep starts to change because sleep is so important. How we treat ourselves, what we say to ourselves, that all starts to change when we look after ourselves. Like sleep is so important. 
so many of my clients say if they're not sleeping there, you know, seven to eight, nine hours a night, then they just know the next day it's not going to be pleasant. And so prioritizing those things in your life as a business owner and as a mom is, is super, super important. The rest will have a, a blow on effect from that. So true. And what is your go-to self-care thing for you? Go-to self-care is number one is sleep. I'm one of those people, so I totally get it. <laughs> that is a priority. So those good eight hours of sleep is just incredible. So exercise for sure. So um, is it, am I allowed to mention what brand I go to for exercise? Oh, yeah. They're not on the ABC, <laughs> Kelly. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> But an F45 session is great for me. It's like, I don't want to think about the workout. I just want to get some, I just want to get in someone to, not someone to for me, but teach, just tell me what to do, get in, get out. So that's my sort of thing. Um, and then, yeah, my partner has um, a sauna and an ice bath at home. So that is just bliss. So every night when I'm there, it's like before bed, it's, it's sauna time. So just it's just those little things and catching up with friends and being a manifesting generator in human design. It changes all the time for me what's important and what I want to do. So it's just honoring that and going, you know what? I just I just want to do what makes me feel good. And so there's some days where I'll just you know focus all day on work. And there's other days I just need to take some time out. And that's okay. And it's really listening to that and honoring that part of it. But yeah, those things are pretty much very important in my weekly routine. So good. Well, I mean, my last question is always, what do you do for fun? And is there anything else you do for fun other than ice baths and saunas? <laughs> Maybe like sort of such a fitness person. That. Yes, I'm a fitness <laughs> person. Is there anything yeah. else like that is not fitness related? <laughs> That you do for fun. What else do we do? Um, so travel, that, that's a yes. huge thing. So definitely love traveling. It's spending time with friends. Um, we also go jet skiing. So time at the beach. Um, yeah, just keeping it simple. It's the, it's the little things that make a huge difference. And I, you know, that's something I educate my clients on. It's those little moments that mean the most when you get to the end. It's like how much money you've made. Of course, we all want to do that. We want to make an impact and help people. Yes, I totally get that. But it's those day-to-day memories that we make with our loved ones. They're the things that we remember. So it's all about, you know, what we're doing in that day-to-day moment that's so important. Well, thank you, Kelly. That is such a great way to end this interview as well. Like after starting off talking about the media, doom and gloom, and it's like, you know what? You don't have to listen to that. You don't have to buy into that. You can just do it your way. And like you say, like the simple things are sometimes the most magical. They are. It's the morning coffees. It's the sitting on the beach with the sunrise, the sunset. It's those moments, the cuddles, the kisses that you appreciate and you don't forget. So yeah, all about that. Well, thank you for being on Real Fabulous Marketing, Kelly, and sharing so much. Could you just let everyone know where you are, where you hang out the most? It's not Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I am there, um, definitely Facebook. Uh, so it's either Kelly Sanders Coaching, Kelly Sanders, or Women in Fitness Business on Facebook. And then over on Instagram. I'm still there. So I know you're still there. We'll yeah. Work in progress. That's it. That's it. <laughs> and yes. also a great example to everyone who doesn't like doing reels, who doesn't like Instagram so much, you're a little bit like, oh, what's this all about? You know what? You can run a successful business your way. You don't have to buy into the latest trends at all. Yeah, that's exactly right. You don't have to be across all of the platforms because that can also overwhelm people. And mm-hmm. so again, yeah, what do you focus on what you do there? 
doing it your way. Well, thanks so much, Kelly. And until next time, stay fabulous. Thank you. Hey there. I so hope you enjoyed this episode of Real Fabulous Marketing. I made it with you in mind. I was thinking about you while I recorded it. So I'd love to know what you thought of it. Come on over, find me on Instagram and send me a message. I'm at Miranda Ivy Media. And if you'd love for some practical and also quite easy ways to show up as the fabulous expert that you are, then sign up to my free seven-day expert visibility challenge. You just need to head on over to mirandaivy.com forward slash expert. And then I'm going to send you a whole bunch of daily prompts to start sharing your fabulous self with the world. Until next time, stay fabulous.